Oh. Greetings, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neo, and this is Creator's Corner. Uh, on today's episode, we have founder and head writer of Energy Comics, Mr. Alex Dahl. Ladies and gentlemen, pick it up for us. How hey, you, thanks sir? for having me here, Neil. Very excited to be on your show for the first time. Hopefully, this will be the first of many. Oh, I hope so, too. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you... We got the time and we got the everything set up perfectly fine. Um, first of all, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's summer. Like I just got to have a great show, so I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here talking about comics. You know, I love I love doing this kind of stuff. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, so, how did you get into comics? What What was that gateway? I get the the earliest for me. The inspiration I often say was Bruce Timm's uh, DC Universe and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, I grew up watching those, and you know, those were my gateway into superheroes. And I always wanted to be a superhero, but I couldn't do that in real life. So as I grew older, I got more into like the comic book aspect of it, starting with the animated show spinoff, and then like actual like canon comics from like DC and Marvel, and then some indie comics like Invincible and Zenscope. And I figured, you know, I always if I can't be a superhero in real life, maybe I maybe the best thing I could do is uh, create my the next big superheroes and live vicariously through them, you know, have the adventures that I, I think would always be cool, but, and just like create the next big superhero that people will say, wow, this is my favorite superhero. I, I, I love this creator by Alex or his like coworker web is like, just create that same hero that, that I, I got as a kid, you know, that would want them, inspire them to be their own superhero and, and really write their own comics. Oh wow, that's really cool, man. That's and that's usually how a lot of us get into it with the Power Rangers, and of course Bruce Tim and, uh, oh my God, <laughs> like I always do, I get brain farts on this show. Um, the uh, the other writer that that wrote the Arkham series, oh my God, Paul Dini, I got it. Paul Dini, Bruce Tim, all that stuff really like does really uh, has inspired uh, probably a whole generation of us, you know. So where yeah, did, it does. Where did Energy Comics come from? Because it's N R G, but it's a play on the word energy, right? Yep. So that just kind of came to me one day. I was just trying to. We started this back in 2017, and 2017. It's kind of been slow going since, but we're building. But anyway, we wanted a cool name for a company that just stood out, but it would be easy to say and would fit on a comic book and have a good logo. And I was browsing like ideas one day, and I thought the word I, I wanted. I wanted, we, my editor, Webb, we wanted something that would give our comic readers energy when they read our comics, something that would just leave them so, like, fantastic and pumped whenever we read comics. And then we thought the word, and I thought the word energy, and I think, okay, what if it was spelled N-R-G, like just the letters, and it's a cool play on words. So we we went with that, and it's been our uh, logo ever since. Wow, since 2017? Very cool. Well, that's not, what is that, yep. uh, 17, so, uh, about eight, eight, nine years? Yep, about eight, nine years. It'll probably be like 10 years come in a couple of years, so. Wow, congratulations, though. You know, slowly building. Thank you, thank you. Um, you're mostly on uh, Patreon, right? Mostly on Patreon, uh, yes, that's this is our second time doing it. It's been pretty well for us, we've. We're slowly starting to build a steady following. It, it, uh, we we got like a decent amount of followers so far. We're always looking for more, putting it up. But we, but the first time we did it, we didn't really know what we were doing. But now it's like we live, we learn, and now we're starting to build a following, and we're kind of going with it. It's been it's been pretty good for us. We're able to like uh, fund our comics with it, so to speak. Um, 
We got a lot of uh, loyal followers in there who are getting really interested in our comics, both superhero and anime based. So it's going pretty well. Yeah, uh, give us some of your uh, your main characters. Who, who what? Who are the who is the Mount Rushmore of Energy Comics? What are these characters? Well, the main Rushmore with, with uh, of Energy so far that seems to be our biggest hit is the one I created, Toon Man, the animated ace. And what he is is he's a cartoon character called Tom Foolery, who was a 1920s, early 1920s ca- cartoon character that's, whose pilot failed and never took off. But he's been living in a world of cartoons ever since, watching develop, and he, he wants to fulfill his purpose again. So in modern times, he makes a deal with the cartoon devil who sends him to our universe where he attempts to find purpose again, but he ends up using his superpowers to become a superhero, and he decides, okay, I can bring joy for people doing this and other things, so I'm going to go with this. So it's kind of a fish-out-of-water story, but about like a, a good about a good guy who just wants to bring joy to other people, and he's doing it in the way he's not really... He didn't think he would be, but he's rolling with it. So it's kind of like reinventing yourself uh, to find your purpose again, which is a big theme within Toon Man. That's, that, he's the, like our most anticipated character, and we've been building with him for a while now. Oh, wow. That's really cool. I, I just immediately like flashed into like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Was that a bit of an inspiration for building the world of, of, of Toon Man? It was, actually, yes. Uh, who Framed Roger Rabbit also... Um, Kingdom Hearts was a big influence, uh, Freakazoid, oh, and yeah. I often say that Bruce and Bruce Tim was like a big influence on me, and he still is because the kind of comics I want to write are like how Bruce Tim did the whole DC universe, you know, positive, uploading, like very fun and entertaining for all ages, but with dark undertones. So it's like there's a lot of seriousness to it, but there's a lot of fun too, which I feel is what superheroes should be. Yeah, yeah, it's for kids, but adults can understand and get into it as well. Yeah, like like obviously these characters are meant for adults, but kids can get oh, into okay. it too, and everyone just enjoys it, and they get out different things out of it, Very depending cool. on your age. Very cool, Tom Foolery. I love that name, Tom Foolery, <laughs> and he's Toon Man. That uh, the what Ace? The animated Ace. That's kind of like his ace. mantra, like his Dark Knight or his Man of Steel. Nice. All our characters and all our title series have like their their group name or hero name, and then like a mantra that follows. It's kind of like how like Marvel does. The, the Amazing Spider-Man or the Mighty Thor, the Incredible Hulk. That's something we do that really set our characters apart. It was kind of inspired by that, but we, we just like, I think it's cool to have like a hero name and then have a mantra below them, something catchy that people say as they um, can identify the character with. The Animated Ace. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so you are, you said you're the head writer. You are the head writer. But you One of the also, head writers. Um, who 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 comes up with these characters? Who designs these characters? Because every time you post something, it's beautiful artwork. Don't get me wrong, but it's like such imaginative stuff, you know. So who who's behind who's behind create like developing these characters? Both of the characters I'm from our universe came from me originally because I started this company. I I'm I'm a bit of an idea man. I'm always spinning out characters coming up with new ideas, trying to find the next big idea, thinking, let's go. So a lot of these characters that we developed are from my imagination, but a lot of them are also designed by me, but a lot of them are also designed by our editor and web and editor-in-chief, Webb Bellnet, who is also one of our head writers. He's designed some pretty good characters for us as well, and he's taken on a bit of a more a direct character their um, designer role within energy as well. But a lot of our designs also come from some artists that we use, like a few of them, the recent ones we post came from uh, 
Dinello, uh, an artist we met on DeviantArt. Uh, we use DeviantArt a lot, so it's like there. We also use our friend Tom, whose handle name is Zigwolf. We, he does design some characters for us. So it's a little bit up all over the place. Um, but we And we try to come up with characters between the two of us. I'm, I'm more of a fire hydrant when it comes to ideas. Webb's more of a, you know, kind of direct the fire hydrant so it, yeah, he filters, it goes right? after the fire. Like, like a filter, right? Like he, he takes all this water and filters it down into whatever comes onto the page, right? Yeah, that's what makes us a great team. We're a lot like uh, George Lucas and his partner when he initially started Star Wars. You know, he had a lot, a lot of ideas, and then his partner kind of filtered out the best ones, and that's how we got the, the very first Star Wars movie that really worked, you know? Nice. Um, and we kind of go back and forth on each other. We kind of, we, It's gotten to a point where we can just build off each other's ideas. You know, we're... We, it used to be we were kind of going neck and neck at it, trying to work out each other's ideas, but now we're like combining together and just working off each other. We have this amazing teamwork, me and Webb, that's just incredible. We couldn't have done this without each other. Beautiful. Yeah, what's his name again? Uh, his name is Webb. Um, that's his nickname. His real name is William, but we everyone calls him Webb. Oh, very cool. Hi, Webb. How you doing? God bless you, man. Uh, <laughs> big shout out. Thank you for the yes. shout out. He'll appreciate of that. Of course. Uh, has page going back to Patreon? Has it been a better experience compared to Kickstarter? Well, to be honest, we haven't used Kickstarter yet. Um, we thought about it. The first one we tried to do it with was Indiegogo, and uh, we didn't get that to succeed, but we did come close. So it's been uh, it's been a pretty good. So it, so it was a learning experience. But Patreon is something that allows us to fund our comics kind of like monthly to and slowly build a following and set goals for ourselves. It worked out pretty well. You know, the way, the way we can see it is like we're working toward building, breaking even on all the stuff we put out. But, you know, once you develop and get behind Patreon and know how it works, you start figuring out your way to brand yourself, and it becomes easier to use. Very nice. Understood. That's really cool, man. And what, what uh, Patreon, it, uh, it has a tier system, right? How do you... What do you do to entice or to build, like, what are your tiers? How do you get the, the people to, you know, I, I'm, 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 well, I'm, a, I'm not a dictionary, so I can't really, <laughs> can't really uh, uh, yeah, no, say no. the words. I, right, I understand, but... I understand. <laughs> so we actually only have one tier, and that's for $7 a month, you get everything we put on our Patreon. So you get first look at all the pages before they go to print all behind-the-scenes work, all these special commissions we have done as promotional work. Um, you get to see all, all new characters we post early that we don't post publicly. So a lot of our patrons are getting first access to everything that we put out first compared to when we post them live. And a lot of the stuff that we have yet to put out, it goes back months in advance from before. So, But like the coolest thing about our Patreon is right now it's the only place you can read our comics uh, before they go to print publication. So we got, we got like four titles going on there. We got Zener, Master of the Mind, Empress, Mother of Handmaiden, Toon Man, The Anime Days, and our, and our um, imprint comic, High Treason League. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just recently announced a new imprint. Uh, nice segue. <laughs> nice segue. Uh, you recently announced a new imprint. Uh, tell us about it. Well, we decided we wanted to branch out into more non-superhero stuff. Like a way, I mean, our main focus is superhero comics, because so that's what we want to do. But we also had other stories that we wanted to tell. And me and my editor are heavily influenced by Eastern culture and Western pop culture, Eastern pop culture like anime and manga. So, that, so, that, so Neo Rocking Graphics—that's what we call our imprint—is our first ever imprint, in which we, 
we, we put out stories that aren't superhero based, don't have to do with our main universe, but they're just like fun stories that are like all over the place, different genres, and they're all anime and manga based. So the style is influenced by anime and manga. The stories kind of have a long arching over story arc to them that you will find in most mangas compared to Western comic books. Uh, it was just, and it's one of the hopes, ones that we hope to also build our team with because everyone's always, every, every new writers and artists these days are taking influence from both Western and Eastern culture. And we're hoping to bring in some new talent, new ideas to our imprint that will hopefully build our team and really build our following. Because we feel like, because our main project is NRG and our superheroes, but through Neo Rocking Graphics, we feel like we can really branch out, build our team, and give other people projects a chance to shine. Wow! So, so uh, what you're saying is right now you're—I don't know if you're if you're actually saying this right now, but right now you're accepting like submissions and are, are looking for submissions for new stories from new writers. Not right now, but we have talked about it. Uh, we just want to—we want to set up the foundation how it's built on first. So we got to figure out the business side of it. How it's going to work between a collaboration, like what idea, and we also we got to kind of figure out what kind of uh, a comics we want to accept to it at first, you know, because right now the only imprint we have for the comic we have for our imprint is High Treason League, and I mean, guys, we saw we want to branch out to different things, but we we want to find the right projects first. We want to make sure that they're going to be fun and fit with the energy style, which again is like fun stories with serious undertones. Nice. That that's I res, I respect that 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 and that's a good uh, motto uh, to go off. It has to, things have to meld together, go hand in hand. You know, you don't want something that's going to be like oh, you you don't want to jump on something uh, and it doesn't like you said mesh with what your brand is. Exactly. You know, I mean, we have we have talked about doing like some darker stuff. Like one idea I pitched to my editor was a lineup an imprint of horror comics, because horror comics are making a big comeback. You know, you got something seeing the children, creep shows returning, all these indie comics you see. And we thought about doing some more darker horror comics, but we wanted to wait until we have some good ideas and also while a lot of lighter stuff takes off before we can make sure we can do the darker stuff. Yeah. But we want to focus on building our brand first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. And you're right. I have noticed that horror is becoming a, a big thing like it used to be in like the 50s and 60s right they had the uh, tales of the crypt tales from the grave uh witches and warlocks or something like that and that's when the Frederick house of Worth strange stuff. house yeah. of mystery yeah 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 wow wow that's crazy but wow that's really cool that's a really good idea i can't wait for you guys to uh eventually get to that point you know but i guess thank you we we would like to, too, because the funny thing is, between me and my editor, we both have come up with a lot of fun like, fun and yet serious undertone ideas, but we also have a habit of creating like dark characters or dark stories. So it's like, it's like how those, you know all these horror writers who are just really nice people in real life, but they can write the most scariest stuff that haunt your dreams. And it's just like, it's funny how that works. So it'll be an exercise to spread our palettes and like work our styles. But until then, we want to focus on building the brand we have now. But we're we're waiting for the day. Yeah, nice, nice. So uh, going back to uh, like how you um, how you release your your stuff on Patreon. Do you ever? I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I have a hard time of keeping like my secrets because I'm trying to snatch someone's attention. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to like entice the person. 
So I do let things slip out way too early. How do you control yourself from, because you go, like you said, you go at least months before you release something on social media before, like on Patreon, you do it on Patreon first for your subscribers. And then you said like at least a month or two or a few months, then you release it. Yeah, it depends on what we have on Patreon, honestly. So something we've had months ago could be just be released now, or something we just had a few weeks ago could be released now. It depends on like uh, what we're trying to do with our comics in general. So, for example, a lot of stuff we put on Patreon was like put a kind of spur of the moment, so we gave those to our Patreons first to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff we like, and something we're putting out now we want to release immediately, but we want to give our Patreons the first access first, like we. Um, Promised it. Yeah, the way it. the way I always see it, when like with you can give, you can always share so much without giving away. As long as it's not too much, like in our case, as long as it's not already written in canon to the comics. You know, so a lot of the behind the stuff work we do, a lot of designs for our new characters, they're bound to change because they're not necessarily within the canon universe yet. But for now, we also want to give people a, a preview of what's to come. So some things are bound to change, but we're like we want to, we kind of want to test the waters, so to speak, to see what people really like, and that's why how a lot of our other characters have taken off. Yeah, see what sticks to the wall. Throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Yes, which I like to call the Ninja Turtle method. <laughs> well, how do you call? Why do you call it Ninja Turtle method? Well, I, I, won't, I have a great respect for for like the Ninja Turtles because they're one of the most unique ideas that like, and they're living proof of how an indie comic can just take off. Oh yeah. And what I love about the Ninja Turtles is that they're such a throw against the wall idea that took off, and their idea that you know successfully shouldn't work because it's a, basically a spoof on all the comics from the '80s, but it did work because the character, the creators, treated with the same respect and and seriousness and passion that they would any other project that they had, and that's why people really got behind it. So it's like the Ninja Turtle method: you take something, throw it against the wall, and if people like it, you treat it with the same you know seriousness and passion you would any other project you're trying to get off you know and that that's why it will take off nice yeah that, that's i understand that very cool wow anyway that that's just that's just my two cents about how i go about it. that's just that's no, just something that is, i coined that's myself actually a really great you know great way to do things and to look at things and and it's important because it also help it kind of helps you uh if it's something that sticks you get to like almost tunnel vision on that thing right Sometimes, yes. Yeah. You know, like you said, give it the more, the care and the the attention that it needs. If people are liking it, then give it that respect to uh, to nurture it. Exactly. You know, if people like it, then you know you know you got to hit and you got to roll with it. But you can't just like necessarily have television on it. Sometimes you have to back off and figure out what's best for that idea. Yeah. Which kind of brings me to my next thing. Uh, what is your Go to cure if you get this because apparently some people don't get this uh, for writers or artist block. If something like if something's on the tip of your tongue, on the edge of your brain, but you just can't get it out, and so what is your your method to to get over that hump? Okay, uh, full disclosure, I'm going to say that I have two methods of this, and this is kind of based more on how the creator I am. So my the thing, so one of my problems with the creator is I sometimes have tunnel vision, and if I can't figure something out, I just keep like working at it, working at it, working at it, hoping that it'll come through. But usually when that doesn't work out, usually what I do is I just back away from the idea or the story I'm trying to write, give it some space, and try to focus on something else. 
and then out of the spirit of the moment, it'll come to me. So basically just back away, look at the idea for different angles or focus on something else. And you never know. That's when idea will hit. That's how the, a lot of the great ideas hit for us. And it's how for a lot of people it hit too. Because sometimes you can't necessarily force an idea out. You can work through it, but you can't force it out because then you'll end up by changing it later because you thought of something better. And I can honestly say that's happened with us a lot in the past when we were starting to develop NRG. Yeah, I totally feel that. I totally fucking feel that. Um, <laughs> that that spoke to me very deeply. Because um, I, I, yeah, yeah, that that is a great way to, to, to go about it because uh, if you're just stuck on this one thing and you stay stuck, it's just not going to work. So it's best to uh, put that energy into something else until it hits, you know? Exactly. And then this is, I feel, where, like, a lot of common creators, other passions come in. Some people have, like, secondary passions that they're, like, very much into or that they like to do outside of comics. Like, um, for example, someone may be heavy into video games, so they just back away from the project, play a video game for a bit, and then all of a sudden they'll have a hit. Or maybe they'll put on some music that they really just like tuning out to, and they're listening to a song, and suddenly something, a lyric in that song hits. Or even if you're just, and something, it really helps to just get out of your house for a while and just go hang out with friends or do something outside, go for a walk of woods, go bowling or something. There's something to take your mind off comics because when you're – the ironic thing for a lot of creators is when you aren't doing comic stuff, sometimes the stuff that you're not doing is comic stuff, you, that was when the idea will hit. And that's been – and like I said, that's been a lot of the case for a lot of our recent ideas for NRG. Yeah. Yeah. That – yeah. You're 100% correct. You're 100% correct. Yeah. Um. I want to go back to some of your characters uh, real quick before we get to the wrapping up segment, but we don't want to. I don't want to get rid of you so soon because you're so really fucking good. Uh, it's probably a really good interview right now. Um, Zenner, right? Am I saying that correctly? Uh, Zener, actually. Zener. I know it's hard to pronounce, but like we we went with that name because it was based off of the Zener. Um, cards, you know, like you remember, like in the opening of Ghostbusters, when Bill Murray is doing that test on those two students with the cards and the shapes. Yeah. So that that test is actually called the Zener test, and the cards are called Zener cards. Uh-huh. And you know, that was one one of the earliest things we had with Zener. I was trying to find a good name with him, and I remember this test and all the cards I'd seen it done for millions of psychic like type characters. And I'm just like, that's a cool name. We got we got to use that. Zener. So yeah, Zener. Zener, nice. So tell us about him. Tell us about this character. This is kind of a character that's kind of been uh, working in, in our, our in our, between me and Webb for a long time. It started out actually. It started off as an exercise. You know, how could I? Uh, originally, I came with the character, and I wanted to do an exercise like, how could I combine, you know, Batman with Superman? That this is why this is the story I tell people. You know, it's like eventually it came to me. You, know, you take an upbeat moral character like Superman, and you give him all of Batman's dark related issues and all this turmoil and like mindfulness that he has to go through and you dump it on them and see just how it affects him. And the Zener has kind of evolved into something more of a, it's gone beyond that. Zener has kind of started off as like an archetype, but he's kind of become his own thing. And then he's developing, he's kind of developing into this weird magnet. You know, he tries to do good. It's not always on his side. And he always keeps getting up in these weird kind of cryptic psychedelic scenarios and all these weird villains that just, mess with his head and just mess with his, like, the hometown he protects. And all that while, he's, he's just this, like, very, like, positive guy who tries to maintain 
positive about it, but he's been through a lot of in his life. You know, in his comics, you'll see, you know, he's he's been trapped in a mental asylum like ever since he was a kid, ever since his powers emerged. He's had to deal with that, but he's that's his. He's, carries the weight on his shoulders. He, like any other good superhero, he wants to do right by them, you know? Mm. And sometimes that'll translate into helping his villains become better people, like sometimes. You know, it's like, not only, it doesn't really necessarily stop him. One thing I've always loved with Zener is that, you know, it's not so much just stopping the villains. He, like, he knows sometimes a lot of them are in pain like he is. So he, he tries to focus on that. And, you know, Zener, Zener is just like, he's been one of our longstanding characters in that he's gone through a lot of changes. He's gone through a lot of design tropes. He's kind of, he's kind of been changing as we go. Ever, it's always been, ever evolving character, huh? Yeah, so it's kind of been going on. We go back in time, we do things a little differently, but I mean, we love what we have now. It's a, it's a lesson in us and like how we develop as a brand and just what we do with a character, you know, as we go. And it's, it's with Zener... Xena's set to be actually our first volume that we collect. And we still got a couple of issues to go before we collect the whole thing, but it's going to be our next uh, crowdfunding project. It's going to be collecting all the issues. And with Zener, because it was one of the first comics we put out, it's setting the ground for a lot of our uh, universe. So we're building up things for Toon Man and Empress and even characters like uh, the the Power Ballad and Slamazon, just all these characters we have are connected to Zener in some way or at least his story. Very cool. So, and it all, it all exists in the same universe? Toon Man is part of the yep. uh, Zener and all that? Yep, it's all a shared universe. So, so Toon Man comes from a world of cartoons, but he's like, when he comes to our world, he's put in, he's sent to basically the same human universe, which is basically our world, but yeah. in comic book format. Wow. And he shares it with Zener, Empress, Power Ballad, uh, Slamazon, American Queen, Kane, Snake Man, all these characters we got planned. Oh wow! How many? That, that's what? How many characters? Uh, let's see. Honestly, we got we. Let me put it to you this way: we have so many characters and so many stories we got to put out, but we don't have, but we but we don't have the like the speed or the money to get them all out there yet. So <laughs> it's you. a lot. I got you. Wow! But that's a lot to have already lined up. That's really it freaking is. cool. And I, 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 that's that, that's that's really cool. Yeah, like like I said, I'm kind of an idea machine, and we've slowly developed to that. So, so it's like I'm a fire hose spurting out ideas, and that we want to tell. And right now, as this stands, you know, Toon Man and Rogueway Pirates are the characters that we want to develop our universe mostly through, and Zener included. Uh, but that's going to wrap up soon. But like studies, we want to explore our universe, kind of set out these cool places to visit, have all these characters interact. So it's kind of like it's kind of like you know how like Superman is Metropolis and he's the main hero, but within Metropolis there are all these other superheroes that interact, and sometimes they build stories on them, like Black Lightning or Booster Gold, Rose and Thorn. Mm -hmm. It's like it's all said that that's there. It's just how you can fit it all that, how you can build it up there is build a grander scheme of a universe through it. It's all very exciting, and we love doing it. Wow, God bless, man. That is Thank amazing. You. Uh, any words of wisdom for those who want to get into indie comics or, or you know, that they're, they're on the edge or they're not sure or, you know, any, any type of words of wisdom that either somebody gave to you or that you have that you could give to someone else? Yes, there is one, one word of wisdom I want to give to people. If, if you're like me and you're like an idea machine, you're always putting out ideas, but you can't decide which one you want to do or which one you think is going to be your best, 
I tell people it's best to focus on the idea that's on your mind all the time, like the one that you keep coming back to, that you live through, you're always coming up with new ideas and thinking, how can I apply it to this character? That is the idea that is going to be your passion project. That is the idea you are going to be want to tell a story the most, and that should be the one that you would focus on. And that's how it started out with me and Toon Man. You know, I, I went through a lot of ideas before I realized Toon Man was the character I was most passionate about, the one I wanted to spend the rest of my life working on, that I wanted to be my Savage Dragon or my Invincible. And when I realized that, you know, a lot of time had passed as I'm making up for it. But now I, I realize that Toon Man is my passion, as well as Energy Comics. That's what I'm focusing on, oh, specifically God. as a writer. Wow. God bless. Toon Man, the animated ace. That's the one. Yep, that's the one. Wow. God bless, man. Really. I mean, don't, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, there are a lot of other characters yeah, I, I want to tell yeah. for, but... It's like it's like trying to my, say who's your favorite kid. You can't really, but it, there is that one. There is that one. You know, <laughs> and like, not to put it on there for parents, but, you know, they all have words. As long as you don't necessarily, like, let it be known or play favorites, you know, you'll... If there's one you're closer to, that's fine. Just don't play favorites, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're a parent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh... Tell us where can people find you on the interwebs, on the socials. Where 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 can people find you? We are all over the place, and we're continuing to build our brand. Our main page right now is Deviant Art. That's been our founding ever since I started getting to comics. It's where most of our audience is. It's more where we find most of our artists and creators for our comics. So you can find us there, and we are always posting there. We always we like to think of that as our Facebook or a website. Our main page, we post all our new stuff and comic books, is Patreon, and for only $7 a month, you can get every access to everything, comic books, behind-the-scenes work, new characters, special promotional art, test waters, and special events. You know, it's like, it's only $7 a month, and, and yeah, this is yeah. new. Uh, with Patreon, if you sign up now, you get a seven-day free trial period, so you can just have it for a week, see everything. If you like it, sign up. If not, go your separate ways, but we guarantee you will love it. We're also on Twitter, which is where we found you, and we are slowly building our following there. So we're, post, we're posting things up every Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're also on Instagram, and we have a YouTube that we're trying to use more of. Where we're just trying to find the right brand to sell, put on YouTube. Oh, but, and, we, and our biggest following, one of our biggest followings besides DeviantArt is Facebook. We are on Facebook. We always get a lot of follows there, so we're on DeviantArt, Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. All under if you the just same type name? in Energy Comics in the search, you will find us. NRG Comics. All right, folks, if you can spell, that's N R G Comics. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, Alex Daw, you are fantastic. You are blessed. You, uh, and I could just, I wish you. All the best in the entire universe, especially for Animated Ace, uh, Toon Man. I hope he's your Ninja Turtles, your Freakazoid, your your everything. And God bless and the best of the world to you, man. Thank you. Same to you. Thank uh, you for having me so much on your show. And I can't wait to come back again, talk comics or anything. Yes, Whatever you want planned, I'm happy to come back here. Hopefully it's not too long that we get an animated... Uh, uh, Toon Man on YouTube or something. Little series. 
Is that in the That's cards? my goal. That's my that's my end goal. That's my, that's my that's one of my goal with Energy Comics is to brand out out to all media, comic books, cartoons, movies, video games. Uh, but you know, but you, we at Energy, something. I just want to put this out there. We at Energy are are firm believers that if you do something, it should not be for cash. It should be good, and because you have a passion and story for it. So if you make it good, the money and stuff will follow. We only do things if they're good and told right. You know, we're not one. We don't want to do necessarily quick cash grabs. We want to do everything we want to do. We want to do right by our, by our people and by our writers, and we want to make it good. We don't want to be like some of the bigger companies who have just now putting, spreading out stuff to make quick bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, we believe in quality over quantity, and we believe that if you get quality, you will get the quantity. Wow. No, truer words have never been said, honestly. I've, I, that, you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct. Even words that I should Thank take you. into account. Honestly, uh, yep, yeah. Because, like I said, Energy is not just a comic book company. We're also comic book fans. You know, we pay attention to the stuff that's being put out. We push, pay attention to the market. We pay attention to what's trending, what's not, what's working, what isn't, and we look at the big ones that, let's face it, are kind of failing at the moment with all the big names and not having. There's a, we're seeing what's going on, and we see why this isn't working. And we're saying, you know what? We're going to do something different. We're going to always put our fans first. We're going to do things right. We're doing things good, and we know if we do that, success and money will follow. Nice, like uh, you're uh, you're you're by the fans for the fans. Exactly, that's what energy is. By the fans for the fans. Very nice, Alex Daw, founder, head writer, and head honcho, and of Energy Comics. Thank you so much for being on the show. I, 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 for sure, if you have anything that's brand new that you want to get out there and you want to come back on the show, you just let me know right away, okay? We will. We will. Right. We would be more than happy to be on here. And anytime you have something new you want to share with us, we would be happy to spread the word for you and anyone else because Energy firmly believes in supporting the in- fellow Indian creators because that's how we all succeed in this business. you got to give a little to give a little, and that's how we all succeed and grow as indie creators. Yes, thank you so much. I, tu- I truly appreciate that. I appreciate you. I appreciate your work, and many power to you, many blessings, and keep, keep, it, keep it going. Keep it up. I will. I promise. All this right. is what we want to do with our lives, and we're, we're, we're working at it. You know, it's slow going, but we're making progress. Hey, they never said... Uh, you know, being fast was winning the race or whatever the story was. <laughs> yep, that's true. You know? uh, thank you so much. You have a great, great day, great weekend, great week, great month, great year, all of that. All right? Many continued Same to success you, and, to you, sir. And since it's that time of year, happy 4th of July. Yes, happy 4th of July. Yes, let's And to my Can- Canadian brothers and sisters, happy Canada Day. Happy Love Canada Alpha Day, eh? <laughs> you have a great one, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Neil, for having me. Always, always. A pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. Alex Daw. So freaking awesome. I wish him... The Toon Man sounds so freaking cool. Um, Zenner... Uh, all, all the all the characters he came up with, or he's still coming up with, sounds really freaking cool. The designs are awesome. Uh, more power to him. That's going to be uh, Creator's Corner for today, episode 80 of the Speculating Nerd Podcast. Uh, we started it a little different than usual. Uh, did not get into... Hey, maybe I can... 
actually do this right. <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm speaking too far ahead before I can even think about it. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be the show. Creators Corner Energy Comics N R G, but uh, uh, pronounced Energy. Uh, Energy Comics Alex Daw. A, wow, great guest. So happy, so so pleased, and so uh, uh, that was such a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to also include discovering. Links. Shut up. <laughs> she always interrupts me. Always. Uh, I'm going to include links to his um, his uh, sites that he said, or link tree, hopefully, if he has, uh, on the description of this episode. So look out for that. And, uh, yeah. Uh, let me just ask him real quick. Uh, yeah, I'll just text him. Uh, yeah. I had to keep doing these things live. <laughs> so... That's the show, folks. And until next time, as he has, give positive energy. Positive energy will return to you. So until next time, folks, peace out.